Welcome to KOAM Presents, a podcast produced by KOAM News Now and the four states' most watched news team. If you're a weekend warrior who likes to go, 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 don't let pain put the brakes on your pace. When you need help with an injury that keeps you from moving, you want an orthopedic team with a proven track record. Freeman Orthopedics and Sports Medicine is nationally recognized and were recently named a 2018 CareCheck's number one hospital in market and top 10% hospital in state for hip fracture repair. Freeman Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, the experience you need to keep pace with life. Welcome back again, another episode, episode five, halfway through this little 10 episode series. My name's Lance Binning, of course, Doug Hetty again with us. As always, thanks to our sponsors, Freeman Health System, Derailed Commodity, and Grand Lake Casino. How you doing? Pretty good, man, you? Not too bad. I know you were a little, little scratchy yeah. this week. Yeah, you know, I really haven't been sick much at all since pre-COVID, mm -hmm. probably because people were washing their hands more and wearing <laughs> masks. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I got a little bit under the weather. I've been fighting a lot of migraines still, too. Yeah. So. There was a bug like going around, and it's funny because you know, outside of COVID, everyone was like, you know, I went this whole, however much, how much time, two years, and then I get a stomach bug or I get strep throat. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people having a stomach bug. I have yeah. not gotten that. Knock, Knock on, on wood. wood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I hate this stomach bug. Oh, I know. Getting like nauseous is is yeah. the worst. Um, so today we're going to talk about a little severe weather preparedness right. and some myths. I mean, my parents were very, when I grew up, you know, farmer, farmer's almanac and mm -hmm. like, you know, the hearsay thing. And there's nothing wrong with farmer's almanac. I don't know how you feel about it. But there's a lot of myths associated with um, like weather and what to do in weather and severe weather, especially since we're kind of coming up on that season. Yeah. Um, do you get a lot of myths? Like, do people ask you about a lot of things that you're like, that is definitely disproven? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it, and things have changed too over the mm -hmm. years. I, I know when I was a kid, we still had to crack the windows on the school bus. What is that? I don't even know. For, like if you're in a tornado watch, because they thought that pressure would build up, which that is completely <laughs> false. I remember sitting there as a kid wondering why we were doing that. That's so uh, funny. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they used to say like, if you go in to your basement, Mm -hmm. Go to the northeast side of the house. I've also never heard that yeah. one. Oh my um, gosh. Because uh, most tornadoes usually come from the west or the southwest. Mm -hmm. So it wouldn't be the, the direct side of the house. Uh, However, over the years, we figured out that the house falls on you. It doesn't make much difference. Right. So you want to be on the southwest side. Oh, so okay. It, it has, uh, you know, switched yeah. over the years. But uh, yeah, tons of myths. Um, you know, can't go over rivers or can't go around lakes. Yeah, uh, I've heard it like can't go past, but it can't. I mean, isn't it, it called something else when it goes over water? Well, yeah, a water spout, but that's yeah. over the ocean. Oh, okay. And those gotcha. usually aren't uh, like tornadic supercells. Mm -hmm. Those are more just kind of strong thunderstorms that put a little spin because, I mean, we get, you know, I mean, I'm sure you've seen dust dust devils yeah and, yeah you know gust nados yeah or, or even where the leaves just kind of blow around i mean those are all circulations going on but um yeah so rivers lakes or can't go in the valley um pitcher used to have say that they could never get hit because of the chat piles oh they thought like, that, let's break it up or something yeah and then obviously we know what happened in pitcher yeah in 2008 so 
Yeah, tons of myths. Uh, and we were talking to the, I mean, one I always heard was like the underpass thing. And you yeah. mentioned Anderson. Andover. You know, Nick, or Andover, excuse me, Nick said like 99. I don't really know a whole that, lot about Andover that. Andover was in like 91, maybe 90. Uh, so, I mean, and it, Andover's just northeast of Wichita. Mm -hmm. So, but, um, yeah, uh, they used to always say, you know, if you're in a car or something, uh, either get in a ditch or go under an underpass, but you don't want to go under an underpass because it, it's like uh, if you're downtown on a windy day standing between two buildings, yeah. the wind picks up. Yeah, and you it's can because feel it's it. compressed. Yeah. So that's the same thing that happens. Uh, under an underpass is if you have 200 mile per hour winds, you may have 260 or 270. So uh, yeah, you don't want to go under an underpass. Oh, wow. Yeah, so oh, it goodness. increases the wind speed, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. To think about. And then like another one, uh, it's kind of like the lightning never hitting twice, but like tornadoes hitting in the same spot, you know, like twice, like another one springing up. Yeah. Like right behind it or something like that. Um. Well, no, that, that definitely happened, but. Really? Um, I mean, lightning can hit the same place twice. Yeah. Um, I don't want to prove that point. No. <laughs> <laughs> because I've already been hit once, but um, definitely you can get hit twice and then tornadoes. I mean, you got to realize the chances of one given spot, mm -hmm. like here at the station, the chances of our station ever getting taking a direct hit yeah. is extremely slim. Mm -hmm. But uh, the chances that a tornado could hit 20th and Maiden Lane in Joplin, where you know St. John's is, yeah. is just as high as it hitting Seventh and Range Lane. So they aren't protected by any means. So those structures and stuff, as far as like the system, makes no like, say for maybe like a big, even bigger city like with skyscrapers and stuff, no. does that doesn't break up the pressure or anything no. like that? Yeah, I'm, you got to think uh, a tornado is generated from the clouds. Uh huh. So the clouds, they do not care what's on the ground. <laughs> yeah. So now sense. bigger topography, I mean, when you're, when you're getting into mountains and even the Ozark mountains, you know, Southern Missouri, mm -hmm. Northern Arkansas will flect uh, or affect the airflow just a little bit. So yeah. I think that that's probably why Southern Missouri, Northern Arkansas doesn't get quite as many. Mm -hmm. Northwest Arkansas doesn't ever seem to have any tornadoes. It doesn't mean that they can't. Um, you know, they've had little ones, but never a big one. But uh, when you get into big topography, so mountains and all that, that greatly affects storm oh, systems. Okay. But little little scale stuff, no. Really? Speaking of like topography, I just read, um, I guess it would have been today. I, I don't know the time shift, but there was an earthquake in, in Japan. Yeah, I saw that. Um, so with things that happen under the ground, like earthquakes and maybe it causes a tsunami or something, does that actually affect the weather and like the short term, if like a tsunami were to happen, aside from, you know, the flooding or, or whatever, but as far as like no, actual systems, really. really. I mean, no more than like on the micro, like if you get a big tsunami, I mean, you're going to get a gust of wind. So uh, I mean, yeah. no more besides, I mean, besides that, no. Huh. So it's not going to derail a big storm system or anything. Yeah. All the myths proven yeah. wrong. All these things I hear about and you just don't never know. Well, I always hear about, you know, I'm especially the, the older folk, mm -hmm. they like to talk about the, the caterpillars and, you know, yeah. the, what's the seed you split that says, has like a fork or spoon. Um, what is that? It's like a, or like a beet. Persimmons. Persimmon, there you go. Yeah. Nick with all the answers yeah. there. <laughs> uh, I, 
I've never found any truth with that. Yeah. I mean, because I, like on the persimmon seed, you can have two and split both of them. They'll say something different. Yeah. And then you got to think about the caterpillar, the wo woolly caterpillar. Yeah. They always say, you know, how, uh, how long the brown streak or black streak compared to the orange streak. Yeah. But you got to remember their fur grows on what happened the year prior. That makes not sense. What is coming up? So, uh, yeah, mo most of those things are not truthful. I so. mean, if it makes you feel better, you know, I guess <laughs> you can chop yeah. open your persimmons or your, your dancing beans or whatever, right. but you know, might not actually make a difference. Well, we're going to take a quick break okay. and we'll get you right after this. At Grand Lake Casino, you get more points, more free play and better rewards. Play at the casino where friends play. Grand Lake Casino, Highway 10 north of Grove, Oklahoma. Check them out online at grandlakecasino.com. Make your home more comfortable with help from Derailed Commodity. Update your flooring with the area's largest selection of in-stock carpet, luxury vinyl plank, tile, area rugs, and more in many styles, brands, and colors. New furniture always brightens a home. We have a great in-store selection, including sofa sets, recliners, and mattresses. Economy to premium in stock and ready to brighten your home. Shop now at your local Derailed Commodity Flooring and Furniture with stores in Brazelton and Independence, Kansas, and Joplin and Butler, Missouri. Welcome back again. I feel like that's my, is that my, I say it every time. <laughs> discount double check. <laughs> discount double, I forgot about that commercial. Oh, that's a good one. Um, so we talked about the myths. Now we're going to talk about the more founded in truth, severe weather preparedness. Right. Um, where do you so, want to go? <laughs> where do you, yeah, where do you want to go? So well, like I personally, I don't have a basement or a storm shelter, um, but I have a bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't either. Really? But yeah, I've never, you know, uh, my wife, she's always like, where do, where do I go? And I'm mm -hmm. like, you know, I've never really thought about it because I'm always at work. I mean, <laughs> anytime we have yeah. tornadic activity, I'm always here. But, um, you know, it, it, the good thing, uh, at least over the past decade, is like a lot of schools have gotten big shelters. Yeah, you know, I've seen that. So we live right by an elementary school. Mm -hmm. Like, I can walk there. They have a... EFI or EF5 uh, storm shelter there. So, I mean, that's always good. But, yeah. I mean, by far, um, the safest place is a storm shelter. You know, they a lot of people put them outside, uh, sometimes in a garage. They have the ones that bolt in. So, all those are hands down the safest. Yeah. Um, you know, after that, secondary is going to be a basement, which is ironic that hardly anybody has basements here. Yeah, not, I mean, I mean the it, ground. Is, yeah, uh, I mean, I grew up in Kansas City, and everybody had a basement. Yeah, same, yeah. And I moved here, and nobody really does. And, you know, you got to think about, like, Table Rock Lake. It's mm -hmm. named Table Rock for a reason. It's rocky. Oh, yeah, you're so, yeah. cutting right into it. Yeah. So our ground is so rocky, it's so expensive to put a basement in, so mm -hmm. most people don't have them. Uh, but, yeah, that's the second best. But, yeah, if I was at my house and a tornado was coming, um, I, I have a two-bedroom house. So I would pick the interior bathroom that doesn't have any windows, mm -hmm. and I get in the bathtub, and I get pillows, couch cushions, mattress, and put yeah. it on top of me. So do you suggest like, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of you know, there's going to be a lot happening, obviously, of a severe weather event. Like kind of having like a go bag, kind of like a prepare. Yeah. Because I mean, in, in the heat of everything, you have to hang on to it still. Yeah, I mean, they they preparedness. They always say you know. 
water and yeah. batteries and this and that. But, you know, the biggest thing I heard from people uh, coming out of the Joplin tornado is shoes. If you I go, didn't even think about if that. If you go take cover, make sure you have shoes on because you're not thinking down the road, oh, I actually am going to get hit. What if I don't have shoes on? Yeah, because you're like in your pajamas yeah. or whatever it so, is. Yeah. Shoes. Shoes uh, are a huge thing. And then cell phone. Um, you know, I mean, there's so many things that you could say before a big severe weather event. Hey, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need mm -hmm. to do this. I always tell people the, the biggest thing is just pay attention. Know when we're going to have severe weather. Yeah. And, you know, if we go into a tornado watch or something, make sure your cell phone's charged. You know, just mm -hmm. little things because you got to think, worst case scenario, what are the things I'm going to need? Yeah. You're going to need a cell phone, you're going to need shoes. So, yeah. I mean, those are the biggest things that I think of. And usually the weather, it's not super cold, so you don't have to right. worry about, you know, coats and a lot of layers and things like that. That makes a lot of sense. I kind of, this was really early whenever I used to be in the back, behind the scenes in, in master control, what they call it. And we had a severe weather event and it, you were estimated that it could come towards the station. And I remember, I think everyone except for you, me, and then our director, Lucas, at the time was like down in the, yeah. we have a storm, we're in the Pittsburgh studio, we have a storm shelter at the end. Um, and you're like, when I tell you, you just leave everything on and just book it. And I, I mean, I was like 20 <laughs> years old, still in college. I was like, oh my God. The sad like, thing is, and I, what's I hope, going on? I hope uh, Brooke or GM's not listening. <laughs> I had no intentions of ever going to storm shelter. And that is, I, I, yeah. I never will. So, well, I mean, if station's going down, I'm going down with it. I mean, that's so, what you told us. I mean, you pretty yeah. much, like I said, me and Lucas, we we're up there, and you're like, you just listen to what I say. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to storm shelter ever. Yeah, so. that, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, but all you guys, I got to make sure I put you guys in the storm <laughs> yeah. shelter. I mean, you're looking out, like I said, and we were, I mean, obviously we were safe and everything like that, and everyone else was being safe, and we have our little setup, little command shelter back there. But, um, football salute. Your foot fell. <laughs> your your cool like, cool shoes. Yeah. You're keeping your feet too cool. Um, we actually have some questions. Sure. I know we didn't really get to cover them. We had them, I think, a couple episodes ago, and we didn't have time to cover them. Um, one viewer or listener rather asked a grapple. 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 Okay. Um, how does that form, especially compared to sleet? Freezing rain, hail, and other interesting types. So I'm assuming different types of precipitation. Well, most people probably don't even know what grapple is. I didn't, we, yeah. we don't get it often. It is, it's similar to sleet, but it looks like snow. So it's, it's like white little puffy pellets. Mm -hmm. And if you actually pick them up, you can like squeeze them. Oh. They'll fall apart. We don't get grapple that often. Uh, so it, grapple is a frozen raindrop around snow. So that's why it's kind of... So it's like two layers. Right. Sleet is literally a frozen raindrop. So we've had a lot of sleet. Those are the little ice pellets. Mm -hmm. And then freezing rain, obviously, is rain that freezes on contact when it hits the ground. Yeah. Hail, uh, is, I mean, you can get hail with sleet. Like uh, Northwest Arkansas a couple weeks ago, they had hail mixed in with sleet. But hail is bigger but it all depends on what's going on upstairs in the atmosphere. Yeah. So, you know, at the, the layer from here at the surface and about 3,000 feet is 
critical. So freezing rain, you know, it, it's, a, it's below freezing here on the ground, but it's not right above the surface. So mm -hmm. it falls all the way through the atmosphere as rain. And then sleet would be the next level where you get uh, rain that freezes be right before it hits the surface, and that's why you get the ice pellet. Um, Grapple would be the third stage where it actually turns to snow and then, you know, it freezes around it. So it all depends on what's going on in the upper levels of the atmosphere. Hail's totally different because uh, hail's where you get a thunderstorm. Yeah. So there's a, in the cloud, there's the freezing line. So a raindrop, because thunderstorms are, have updrafts and downdrafts. So the air's moving mm -hmm. up and down, up and down, up and down. So, so the raindrop, it goes down and then it gets lifted up in the cloud and it freezes. And it goes down and gets lifted up. And every time it passes that freezing point, it freezes a little bit more. And it gets a little bit bigger. And then when the cloud can't hold it anymore, it drops it to the ground. So the stronger storms, that's why the hail's bigger, because it's stronger and it can keep it in the cloud longer. But small hail, you know, it, it can't keep it up there as long because it's not quite as strong. So we usually only get hail with thunderstorms. But as we know, this winter, you can get thunderstorms with winter weather. So you yeah. can get some hail, but freezing rain, sleet, grapple, those are all winter weather events. We never really get the, uh, what's the grapple prediction for today? Yeah, you know, it's not you, really accumulating. You just you really <laughs> rarely get grapple. Yeah, so. that's cool. Well, thank you. I should have wrote uh, the name of the viewer who wrote it down. If you're listening, you know, thank you for the question. Um, next question, are solar flares affecting the Earth's climate? I know that's kind of a way out. I mean, it's out of our yeah. atmosphere, obviously. Yeah, you know, it's, it's on the very outer limits of the atmosphere. But no, not really. Not really. I mean, at least that we know of. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe if, and I'm speculating, maybe if you have flare-ups of solar flares, a whole bunch, you know, maybe it affects the climate a little bit. But yeah. it's, we're not here long enough on Earth to probably really be able to know. Yeah, because so. the magnetic yeah. field doesn't affect... But Pre from pressure. my knowledge, it's not affecting the climate. Okay. Well, Doug has spoken. And then I guess uh, I had a last thought. I remember I saw today, uh, the, there's a chance that daylight savings, mm -hmm. I don't know if you've seen this. Yeah, I did. That, that might be going away. What's, I want your, the heady take on oh, yeah. daylight um, savings. I'm for it. You know, I mean, it does, it does stink in the wintertime because mm -hmm. sun won't come up till. Gosh, after eight. I know, that's what I was thinking yeah, about. So yeah, so that does stink. Um, but you gotta think, in the wintertime, you know, it's it, in December, it's dark at five. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So it'll be six, which does help a little bit. And then you still get the long, you know, summer nights. Mm -hmm. So I'm for it, um, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, we'll I know see. it passed the Senate, it's gotta go through the House. Yeah, and then, so as of recording this, yeah. it hasn't completely gone through, but. It seemed pretty unanimous. I mean, they've been talking about it since I was a kid. Oh, I, yeah. Trying to get rid of it. So, yeah, I, I would be perfectly fine with that. Yeah. Interesting to know. Mm -hmm. Well, that's oh, you might as well mention because we did tease uh, the last episode that we were going to talk about the Joplin tornado. Yes. We're going to push that back. A changing, yeah, changing yeah. it up a little bit. Um, we won't spoil who our special guest is, but we are going to have another guests joining behind the weather um, to, again, commemorate the Joplin tornado. And so we wanted to do a little extra stuff. So we're like, okay, we'll, we'll push it back and then we'll 
we'll do it right and make yep. a make a big thing out of it. So sounds good. Thanks again for guys for listening, sharing. Check us out on Facebook, Doug's Facebook page. Um, I mean, if you're listening on your phone, iPhone, Android, whatever, just uh, hit the little share button. Share it to Facebook, Twitter, wherever the young people are at nowadays. Thanks <laughs> uh, the, the the youth. Uh, thanks again to our sponsors, Freeman Health System, Grand Lake Casino, and Derail Commodity. And we'll catch you in another episode. If you're a weekend warrior who likes to go, 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 don't let pain put the brakes on your pace. When you need help with an injury that keeps you from moving, you want an orthopedic team with a proven track record. Freeman Orthopedics and Sports Medicine is nationally recognized and were recently named a 2018 CareCheck's number one hospital in market and top 10% hospital in state for hip fracture repair. Freeman Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, the experience you need to keep pace with life. Thank you for listening to KOAM Presents. For the latest content in local news, weather, and sports, please go to koamnewsnow.com.